This show is brought to you in part by the University of Advancing Technology. UAT is a unique technology-infused private college that was founded by a geek for other geeks. Our mission is to educate students in the fields of advancing technology to become innovators of the future. UAT's campus culture is devoted to continually nurturing a thriving geek community where everyone's personal lives and professional aspirations revolve around technology. The beginning of the 21st century is an exciting time to be in the technology community. Current subjects of ongoing research and scholarship at UAT include robotics and embedded systems, artificial life programming, information and network security, game development, and other areas of advanced technology. Check them out on the web at www.uat.edu. Shoutcast streaming provided by Versus the World Productions, www.vtwproductions.com. I am Gnomewise. I am Gonora. I am Iolite. I am Daxa. I am Grail. And I am Versus You. I am Versus You. And I am Versus You. I am Versus You. And I'm Versus You. Casually Hardcore. Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. GMT. Only on vtwproductions.com. Okay, then. We are exactly on six o'clock, I think. So, let me say welcome to Just a Minute. Now, this is um, an ancient British panel game that has been running on British radio since the 1950s with the same host, Nicholas Parsons. Um, What the aim of the game is, is to talk for a minute without hesitation, without deviation, that is to say getting off the subject, and without repetition, that is using any reasonably length word more than once. Um, Our panel will be given science fiction subjects to talk about by me. Um, They will interrupt if they think they have a correct challenge under the rules of... Can we interrupt just to interrupt? Apparently so. All right. Uh, um, Under the rules of hesitation, deviation, or repetition, Um, If um, the um, challenge judged by me is wrong, the person being challenged will get a point for an incorrect challenge. If it's right, they get a point, the interrupter, and they get to continue the subject. So, let me introduce our panel this evening. Um, Scoring for us in the middle, the lovely Danny. She is the keeper of the clock and will be telling us when a minute has passed. So, let me introduce... Cherry Dreadnought Priest! Thank you. Sam Pug Sykes. Why am I Pug? Robert J. Sawyer. <laughs> and the World Con reigning champion of just a minute, John Little Fuzzy Scalzi. I'm not that fuzzy. <laughs> and it's with um, John Scalzi that we begin this evening. John. Yes. I would like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of where to put my Hugo. Where to put my Hugo. Now, the, uh, pa- the participants can use the words in the question as many times as they like. Where to put my Hugo, starting now. Paul, I don't know where to put your Hugo because you don't have one. However, I do. And it is an interesting question to put it in the office, in the bedroom, 
in the living room? I have two. What should I do with them? One of them is with my daughter. She said, you don't need two. I can have one. Fair enough. One is in where her bed is. She shows it off to her friends. It's a rocket, she says. So it is. They have no context. They don't understand the implications of the award. So what can you do with the other one? Hmm. I'll tell you what I do with my Hugo. I put a head crab on it. That is from a game called Half-Life 2 by Valve. Done. Yes. Yay. He's speaking as the... Perhaps I should point out, well, John gets a point for speaking as the whistle went at the end of the minute. Um, I, I, I should point out to the panel, I'm not going to do anything about him. Um, it's up to you guys to interrupt and uh, challenge. So you, did he do I something that was challengeable? I think he hesitated a lot. I, I oh, talked okay. very I slowly. I thought that was just his normal I, No, I talked, slowly, I talked slowly, but uh, deliberately, making sure to pace my words so it didn't sound like I was hesitating. And there were a couple of places where you could have dinged me for repetition, but I didn't bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, Cherry, hmm. um, oh, no. I'd like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on what steampunk means to me. What steampunk means to me starting now. What steampunk means to me is kind of a tricky question because it means something different to everyone, everywhere. And most of the time, when I have these conversations at conventions or on my webpage, uh, people tend to... Sorry. Sam, what's the nature of your challenge? He, she went, Bleh. Yes, she did. I did. That's a hesitation oh, under the rules right. of just a minute. It was. It was Sam gets um, a point for a correct challenge. <laughs> and um, Danny, how long has Sam got left to talk about? So, Sam, you've got uh, 37 seconds to talk about what steampunk means to me, starting now. <laughs> steampunk does not mean a whole hell of a lot, because I don't consider it a real genre. To me, hesitation. hesitation. Uh, oh, that was not hesitation. Yes, it was. That was establishing mood. I no, no, no. That was establishing character. No. How do we do the challenge? You can't fuck with me on this. Yes, you can, you can do, make any noise, but you hand up whatever. But, uh, okay, now. I think that was a hesitation. Ma. Robert gets a point for a correct challenge. Please and note that Robert was a real asshole about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I gave Scalzi a free ride. Make because, that note you know, right now. Tired. Yeah. Sam, Sam, I know this now may come as a shock, but we're not in a court of law. <laughs> it's been noted. <laughs> Daddy, um, so how long? How um, Robert has 27 seconds on the subject of what steampunk means to me starting now. <laughs> Last year I attended Dragon Con in Atlanta, Georgia, where more than half of all the costumes were steampunk in nature. And I noted here at this particular congress of fans that far fewer of the... Hesitation. <laughs> yes, that's how we play the game, folks. So, uh, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge and has... Ten seconds. Ten seconds on the subject of what steampunk means to me, starting now. Steampunk is what happens when goths discover brown. It is a fascinating, <laughs> intriguing, 
sartorial sort of adventure. Yes. Done. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, Scousy gets a point for speaking what? as the whistle went. Yep. And uh, Sam, I'd like you to begin our next subject. <laughs> um, our next subject is my favourite editor. My favourite editor. I'd like you to talk for one minute without hesitation, deviation or repetition on the subject of my favourite editor starting now. My favourite editor is my British editor, Simon Spanton, because I think he looks a lot like a walking tree. And <laughs> I really... That was not hesitation, you... No. <laughs> okay, now, uh, I, I appreciate the, um, the uh, sheer ferocity with which that went in, but yes. I think I will give the benefit of the doubt to Sam in this Come occasion. Um, so Sam gets a point for, a correct no uh, for an incorrect challenge, oh, okay. and gets um, another... How long? Um, that was only 10 seconds. Another 50 seconds on the subject of my favourite editor starting now. Upon further thought, I have reconsidered and decided that my favorite editor is my American editor, Lou Anders, because Lou's head is round and hairless, and it does bring me a great amount of joy to see that pate glistening with sweat. Oh, Hesitation. Yeah, I think, I think that's You just fair don't enough. want me to finish this sentence. <laughs> I think it was more of a mercy killing than anything else. <laughs> so who, who was that with, with the hesitation? Okay, okay, John gets a point for a correct challenge and has... We're at 28 seconds. And has 32 seconds on the subject of my favorite editor starting now. I also happen to like Lou Anders, and I have a story about him. I was at a Worldcon with a bunch of other people, and we suggested an anthology to him. And we said, we have all these people ready for this particular uh, bung, book. Oh, he bung. said people twice. Yes, he did. Aha, uh -huh. ah. Mr. Scalzi. There we go. There we go. These all right. Correct right. challenge from Robert, um, and he has... We're at 43 seconds. You have... Uh, I'm doing the maths now. <laughs> seven, 17 seconds on the subject of my favorite editor, starting now. Dr. David Geddes Hartwell of Tor Books in New York City is my favorite editor because he has a PhD in comparative medieval literature, and given that wonderful background in all things ancient and boring, he probably has a good sense of what things might be wonderful and exciting in the future. Oh. Yes, that was done. So Robert gets a point for speaking Good. as the whistle went. All right, I'm learning. And how many of you know your editor's middle names? And look, Nielsen look. doesn't count on Patrick Nielsen, Aiden. Look, luckily, at the very moment, he said wonderful twice. Yes. Um, so, um, well, it is Robert's turn to start. Oh. And I would like you to start um, the subject of big, dumb objects. You have one minute on the subject of... I would Big. like to object to the timekeeper. <laughs> Big dumb objects starting now. My first encounter with a big dumb object motif in science fiction was through the work of Sir Charles, Arthur Charles Clarke, who developed Rendezvous with Rama, which won a Hugo Award many years no. ago. I'm going to call that. He stuttered. He did indeed I did stutter. stutter. I hate that. <laughs> All right. That's, that's a point to Sam for a correct challenge. And Sam has... 50 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting how, now. How metro? On the subject of big dumb objects in... Oh Hesitation. Oh. Boom. No, Boom. I Yes, knew, that I knew really I was. You could have driven a bus through that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's a point to Scalzi for a, a correct uh, challenge, and he has... We're at 16 seconds. 
that uh, he That's has more seconds. 44 seconds. <laughs> 44 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I was asked to be part of an anthology on big dumb objects and I had a very difficult time thinking of which particular thing I wished to make it's yeah. <laughs> oh, joke. I, I saw Sam hit the ground first there, so um, that's a point to Sam for it. Can I give it to Sherry? It's okay. No, I don't need your no, pity no, point. Give it to Sherry? <laughs> no, Tell Sam. You, dude. No, Sam. We, we, we want you it's to okay. have I'll it. I'll be the loser. I don't mind. Don't, don't, don't patronize her, Sam. I'm not no, being no, patronizing. <laughs> it's called being a nice okay. person, you dick. I'll be the best loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose I deserve that, really. Uh, Sam, you get a point for a correct challenge, and you get 30 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I'm not entirely sure what can really quantify as a big dumb object in fantasy, because the entire basis of fantasy... No, uh, uh, shall we got there? Bitches! And the nature of your challenge is... Oh, he repeated uh, fantasy. There we are. Yep. Uh, Don't so, talk oh. to him like... Point, point for a successful challenge, and Sherry has 20 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects. 22 seconds. 20, 22 seconds on the subject of big dumb objects starting now. I was accused of being a big dumb object when I was working with kindergartners for a very long time, nearly four years while I was in Tennessee. And it was a Title VIII school filled with very small children who spoke with very pronounced... I took a breath. Oh. It doesn't. It counts. I, it's it's ruthless. I know, but well, I didn't get the point against him when he paused even longer. I did not pause longer. No. Yeah. That was my natural this is, gravitas. This is oh, why. Come on. Uh, this no, is why no, the host of just a minute. There, there were two of us who hit the ground at the same time, so there was a consensus. There. Yes, there oh, was. My. So um, eat it, Sherry. Mark so, it again. Sam, you get a point for a correct challenge, and um, you have. Uh, eight seconds. Eight seconds on the, the subject rodeo. of big dumb objects starting now. As I was saying for the <laughs> third time on the nature of big dumb objects, it's very important to consider that... Done. done. Oh, good, because you were just about to at the end. At the so, end. Sam, Sam. Good for you. Uh, the whistle went before Scalzi objected, so ah. Sam gets a point for speaking as the whistle went. So close. And so we close. move on to our second you know, round. I think Canadians are too nice to play this game. That's my problem here. Yeah. <laughs> taking a breath. That's okay. Danny, okay, do Robert, we know what the points? Yeah, right. <laughs> Danny, do we know what the points, the scores are after the first round? So far, Sam is actually winning with six. Sam is very close behind with five. Please read the annotations. <laughs> Robert has Mine three, but he was kind of an asshole about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam says, eat it, Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> and Cherry says, bitches. <laughs> I, I have been reading the notes they're passing each other. It's like being in glee. It's extraordinary. <laughs> um, so, to start from that end once more, I will be giving you this time each a title of a classic piece of science fiction or fantasy. So, John, I'd like to you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, starting now. Polygamy. We're for it. Yes. Actually, I'm not. The way I feel about that particular subject is it's difficult enough to be married to one person, so to be engaged, so to speak, with so many others would lead to confusion and contempt and boredom and all sorts of other things. Uh, that would yeah, a challenge from Sam? I figure, I think he was drawing out his ands. Mm. 
I think we're down to a quantum level of challenge there. I, I, I think that Scousy gets a point for an incorrect challenge and what? continues on the subject. And he of, loses a point, does he not? No, he no I don't. No, no he doesn't. Oh, quit quit trying to make up rules. I should be challenging I constantly. Don't, don't, don't try and change the rules to get more points. I wasn't trying to change the rules. I was asking for a clarification. All right. That's all. Okay, so Scousy gets the subject with... Forty seconds left on the moon is a harsh mistress. Starting now, and libertarianism. Let's talk about that for a minute. It infuses that entire book. Some say it is a foundational document of that particular philosophy. I do not agree with this. I happen to think that it is a secondary piece of work in that particular genre. However. Who am I to dissuade those who believe that this particular talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the fourth particular. Yeah, yeah I, was, I thought. You know. uh, Sherry gets got there first, I think. Yes. Um, uh, so Sherry has mm. a correct challenge, I, yeah, I assume, Sherry. because I said what it was. Um, also, here was a huge pause. I mean, come okay. on. I was like, it's it really <laughs> six of one, half dozen yeah, of another. Yeah. Okay, Either so way, I get a point. Yeah, and uh, you get to con continue the subject on the subject of the moon is a harsh mistress starting now. On the subject of the moon is a harsh mistress, I don't actually have much to say because I haven't read it. But when it comes to polygamy, I have always been a bit concerned that the issue is this relationship isn't working, so we should add more people. And that concerns me on a number of yeah. levels. Repetition. Um, now, oh, wait a second. I think Robert actually hit the deck first no. there. Back up. But, <laughs> but, and I think but it the time was... actually went out okay. first. Well, Oh, right, so the time, the time ran out before Robert hit the deck. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, but I wouldn't have allowed it anyway because that was concerns and oh, concerned. Oh, really? Yes. So, uh -huh. aha. Okay. No, no, so, Sherry gets a point for talking as the whistle went. Yeah. Mm. And indeed, she gets to um, start the next subject. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry, moving along. <laughs> which is, I could go on about that. <laughs> Would you please speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of do androids dream of electric sheep? Do androids dream of electric sheep starting now? Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is yet another book I have not read, and I'm very sorry about that, but the truth is I was not allowed to read. So yeah. Read and read are two different... That's Come an on. interesting question. Uh, I'm going to challenge okay, it so because I, there's no penalty. Yes, I will, I will take Robert's challenge, and indeed, that's a correct challenge. They're spelt the same. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but no, no. <laughs> Otherwise, Ooh. this was so. Come on, that's the rules, man. This was sorted out. This was sorted out at WorldCon with the China Mieval different accent gambit, <laughs> where he attempted to avoid speaking um, in a repetitious way by putting on a French accent. Oh, God. <laughs> How many so, seconds? Robert gets a correct challenge and gets a point. And how many seconds do I have to do? He's got 50 seconds. And has 50, 50 seconds on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep starting now. The novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip Kindred Dick is the basis for the film Blade Runner, produced by Ridley Scott. There's an award given in our field of science fiction named in honor of PKD for the best work published originally in mass market paperback to distinguish the fact that in his lifetime he never reaped the benefits of all the wonderful... John. There was a hesitation there to distinguish... Uh, uh, no, uh, I, no, I don't think there was, and I think the audience is with me. That was at least as long as that. Never mind. <laughs> don't, don't be a, a I've bad already sport. made that How many fight, and I lost. Uh, so Robert gets a point for an incorrect challenge and has... I feel Robert should get a bonus point for being the only one who has yet to curse. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
So, and, uh, has... Now, uh, I have to ask one rules question because this is my first time playing. Am I reset on repetition or not? No, you're not. I have to not use mm. the same words I've already used. Okay. Um, you don't have to pick up on other people's repetitions, but your own still count. Okay, so uh, it has... It's about 31 seconds. 31 seconds on the subject of gender and stream of electric sheep starting now. All of us who write in this field of science fiction and fantasy hope to have movies, TV shows, and so on made out of our works, but there's nobody who has had more done in this area than the author of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? The great tragedy of all this is that except for knowing that the deal had been made, he passed away before all of the fortune could have accrued to him from these wonderful adaptations, Schwarzenegger starring in work based on his oeuvre. Uh, so close, we're getting there. Did, oh, I only have to bullshit five. for five seconds. Yeah. Oh, man. Wait, wait, Shuri, no, Shuri what one. was the nature of your challenge? Oh, wait, now I don't remember. <laughs> oh, oh, I do oh, remember. He hesitated is what it was. Yeah, it was. Stopped you yet. can't accept that. Okay. Uh, I hit it with both fists. That counts more. <laughs> I had my hands like I, this, and it I is about it brute force. I, I saw her hand hit the table first. Oh. And um, so, uh, Cherry, um, that actually wasn't what I thought you were going to uh, challenge for, but there was a correct challenge there. Okay, so you get a point for that, and five. five seconds on the subject of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep starting now. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is, as I had said previously, not a book that I am acquainted Stop. with. And a point for speaking as the whistle went. Cool. That's good learning. because she got, good you. she got repetition, wasn't it? Yeah. It was about to, yeah. No, there was no about to. Uh, yeah. no. No. Okay, so Sam. Still got the point? Yeah. Wait. I'd like you to sp speak for... It's well, your she won, didn't she? Doesn't she get the topic? Yeah, she got the point. No, no, no. We, 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 we get to the topic. We st each person oh. starts in line. Man, so, Sam. Hard. hard. Um, I'd like you to speak for a minute on, without hesitation, repetition, or deviation on the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring. The Fellowship of the Ring starting now. There's been a lot of discussion about the Fellowship of the Ring as to whether or not it was a racist documentary. In the fact that... Yeah. Um, Shuri? Totally hesitated. How? I didn't hear that oh, at all. Oh, for um, I'm with you. Thank you. I heard it. Of course he's with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's usually not. Give me okay. two points because they're both jerks. Ah. <laughs> I, I thought you were just going to say that's outrageous. Um, yeah, but then that's a, a point how dare to, you, Sam? <laughs> point to Sam for a correct challenge. <laughs> and um, you get to continue with... How many? Okay, 53 seconds on the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. As I was saying, the Fellowship of the Ring by J.R.R. Tolkien was... Hesitate. <laughs> you did. You did. Be a man. Man up. I'm not going to be a man. I told okay. you I was going to be a bitch about this. <laughs> so that's a correct challenge to... How is that correct? Because I'm having to make a very because fine judgment about the nature I'm, I'm of the way you talk. A, I'm sensing a, a non-Commonwealth bias going on. Here. Yeah. I, I do believe they should both be executed. <laughs> Are any of you from the Commonwealth? <laughs> no, you're biased against the colonies. I'm from you're the still holding a grudge. Uh, we have the same queen. Yes. Paul and I have the same queen. <laughs> that was... 200 years ago, you can't still be upset. Can, I, can, anybody, can anybody remember where we were? <laughs> um, I, th I think Robert had a correct challenge there. I did. Of course and you did. Uh, we're at 15 seconds. 
And so 14 45. seconds. And 45 seconds, and I'm starting to feel like this may never seconds. end. I'm on the subject of The Fellowship of the Ring starting now. The Fellowship of the Ring is one of the volumes of the trilogy by J.R.R. Tolkien, known as The Lord of the Blank. And the problem with it being considered as a single volume in a collective... Sam, yes, yes, Sam, yes. He went, uh... I yes, did not. he did. You did? Did I? I heard an uh... Yeah. So Sam has a correct challenge. That's my accent. We can even say not an accent. <laughs> and, and what a beautiful accent it is too. I'm oh, sure it would you. please our queen. Yes. Uh, so Betty Windsor. <laughs> so Sam, you get um, a point for a correct challenge, and the subject with 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 uh, 37 seconds to go, starting now. Continue on what my esteemed colleague was just saying. The Fellowship of the Ring is a volume in a series called Lord of the Blank, which is its exact title. It was, in fact, originally called Lord of the Blank. Oh, shit, I can't oh. lie. Oh. <laughs> you walked right into that one, man. So I forgot. I saw Cherry's hand go down there. John, John beat me. John beat me. It's okay. oh, do you really want to tell the panel that? I feel uh, this is biased John against beat liars. Me. <laughs> okay, so John, you've got. I a said, oh, I went. He did. He, he, yeah. he beat me to that call. Okay. Yeah. He did grunt. John. Yes, it was you, repetition. Okay. Get, get, ooh, I should get a you, point for honesty. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously? Yes, <laughs> I, I made a bald face lie. You, you are so nice true. to me. You won't even call me on my lies. John, you get a point Note for that down. Time. John Scalzi won't call me on my lies. And how many time? How much time left? <laughs> Thirty-five. Good lord, how much time is this? Twenty-five seconds on the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring. Thirty-five seconds on the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. It's. I like hobbits. They're short. I feel a kinship with those tiny Co- creatures. I have hair on my toes. Oh, Robert, just I like that species. Yeah, after kinship. He hesitated. Uh, he did. I did not articulate. Yeah. Right. Kinship? Oh, give me a break. No, no after yeah. hesitation after kinship. There kinship. was a hesitation there. Robert gets a point for a correct like challenge. Being inconsistent. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm restarting the revolutionary war. We're coming after Canada. <laughs> we'll just burn your damn White House down again. Yeah, it's just. Oh. <laughs> and um, request how a point be taken away from Robert for bringing up hurtful memories. <laughs> <laughs> How many well, seconds do I have left, Penny? <laughs> 15, 16. 15, 15, 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. 15. You said words of any length. That's a monosyllable. You're not allowed to repeat monosyllables? Lord Excuse of the... No, no, I have to know oh, the um, You explain yeah. the rules. Uh, that is to say, regularly used small words that let conversation flow well, along. A heathen like you may never have caused... How often I board, use Lord all the time. the rest of us who live pious lives need to use that word. Routine. Now we see the Canadians how they John do Scalzi things. John gets a point for a correct challenge no, he I'm does going not. off Canada. Um, <laughs> and with... 14 seconds left All right. now. Elves. Hesitation. <laughs> One word again. So, what? I heard, I heard a thump from down the table. Was that Sherry? That was Sherry. Yes, it was. Okay, so. Um, I, the actually, I, I, I don't remember. I don't believe the way to win this game is to just go, elves. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sherry. This is actually longer than the book itself. <laughs> You've got... These are, these are football minutes. Elves. American football minutes where it's ten minutes, but it's like three hours and a quarter. Sherry, yeah. sure, sure, you have how long? Ten 
Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten. Ten seconds to start about the to talk about the Fellowship of the Ring starting now. I first read the book in question back when I was in high school, and I loved it very much. So much, in fact, that I was uh, that repetition. Oh, as much. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Oh. Oh dear. Who who got that? It wasn't it was me. It was John. It was John. Okay. Um, a point tells you for a correct second. challenge and. It's, it's, no, it's one nine tenths second of a second. On the subject of the Fellowship of the Ring. Starting tell me now. When, tell me when to begin. All right, ready? Gandalf Falls! All right. Oh. I, I think we've all shared a, a terrible experience like being on the Titanic. <laughs> Okay, so, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where we are? I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of... Um, uh, hesitation! <laughs> hesitation! <laughs> on the subject of The Stars My Destination, starting now. Alfred Bester wrote the novel called The Stars My Destination, which deals with teleportation, or as it was referred to. Sam. He did indeed. There was a little bleh. Okay, so, Sam, you have, you've got a correct challenge point, and you have... Uh, wait, that was only six seconds. So. Uh, 54 <laughs> seconds on the subject of The Stars My Destination, starting now. To compound blasphemies, this is a book I've never really read, and I don't even... Oh, sorry, no, I didn't. Uh, sorry, sorry? No, it's Too late. Too late. Uh, it's a point to um, Sam for an My incorrect bad. challenge. That's okay. And that one was for you. It's because <laughs> I care. I know we're at 12. And Sam has 48 seconds on that subject starting now. As I was saying, I don't read a lot of science. Boom. What? Repetition. Read and read. Red and read. Oh, red. I thought you were going to say I as, said as you red as in the color. Doesn't matter. No, you did not. Yeah. Red and read. I totally said if that. It, if it actually had been as in the color, Please that would have been all right, back. but it was not. Yeah, no. So, Rob, you get a point for a correct challenge. No, and uh, that was 15 seconds, so 45 seconds. 45 seconds left on the subject of The Stars My Destination, starting now. The notion that you can write a story in which people travel through space without actually using a vehicle, vessel, or conveyance was an original idea of Alfred Bester's and way cool when it was first presented. But these days, we've seen so many other writers. Uh, hesitation. I saw... It was Scalzi. It's okay. You keep... What are you doing, I Paul? Think, I think it's because of the differing speeds well, of sound and light. Here. Yes, that's right. <laughs> There is no Doppler excuse you can pull out of your Jedi. British ass for that one, Mr. Cornell. Just, just his British arse. Or it's bum. Okay. So, okay, that was... Because that was, I see I Cherry get it. there and I hear you first. But, okay, so that, should, that shouldn't work that way. Anyway, physics has changed. Okay, Scalzi, you get... It's the metric system, I think, really, is what happened here. <laughs> Starting now. The Star's My Destination, I actually used that title in The Last Colony where I describe a poem that one of the colonists writes in order to colonize the planet which they went to go live upon. However, what we are talking about now is the book by Alfred Bester, which I have not read, although I know it is the origin of a particular 
album that was written by Slav Fay, which is a band. <laughs> Sam. He's hesitating all over the place. No. No, I think he's keeping on the beat. I think you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. But Sam. I will accept this under protest. <laughs> Please that, make a note. Would that I could... Would that I could take away points like some tyrant. Um, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge. Hence, and you're still bitter about the Revolutionary War. And two seconds on the subject of the stars my destination starting now. The guitarist Mike Scalzi. There we are. Because there's a band named Slav Fagg and the guitarist's name is Mike Scalzi and so it's so, like related to me. Nice. John gets a point for uh, speaking as the whistle went. And, and a really obscure connection to you. Danny, at the end of our second round, um, how, may, how is the point situation? All right, Sherry has six. Still sucks. Sam has ten. Eat it. John has 13. <gasps> Robert has eight. Not bad. Not last place. Not last place. Not last place. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't be a dick about it. <laughs> But we love Sherry, so... Oh, we do no, love we Sherry. Don't. Give her more sad. points than Robert. <laughs> I do, okay. but only when I get points, so not very often, really. So, um, we begin once more with John. Uh-oh. Um, uh, I would like you to talk for um, one minute without hesitation, definite deviational repetition on the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant. <laughs> Why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now? One second, one second. The phone shut off. Oh. Did somebody just phone you? (laughs) That never happens on the radio version. (laughs) Okay, why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now? Okay, so I saw Robert first there. That was that that was harsh. <laughs> it so, was worth it. <laughs> so Robert gets a point for a correct challenge, and the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant start uh, with with fifty eight seconds starting now. The BBC serial Doctor Who premiered on the day after John F. Kennedy's assassination and therefore did not initially get the ratings that it deserved, but in subsequent years developed a huge cult following. And the reason for that is the wonderful variety of actors who have portrayed the titular character. My own favorite is John Pertwee, known as the third of the iterations of this particular individual. Subsequent performers. Now, you all went for it. I think Cherry got there. I think I actually got that one. That one one was her. So, and and I should point out, actually, that you're allowed to say the words in the title. So you could have gone for Doctor Who as many times as you like. But, so, Cherry, you get a point for a correct challenge, and... That's the only way I'm going to get points on this one, so... (laughs) Just over 30 seconds on the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant, starting now. On the subject of why Doctor Who is brilliant, I am inappropriate to speak because I simply have never seen any of the TV shows or read any of the books, even though I hear that some of those things are written by people who I might know and even kind of like. But since I haven't ever participated in this particular pop culture phenomenon, I am just out of things to say. I I, I saw Scousy first. Um, So... (laughs) 
<laughs> Although I think that was kind of deviation from ability to talk about the subject. But uh, okay, Scalzi gets a, a point for, th for that, and um, and this jury will not be swayed by favouritism. And uh, uh, with twelve seconds on the subject, why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now? My first Doctor Who was Christopher Eccleston, which makes me unusual because so many other people who watch Doctor Who have other favourite characters. Sam, yes, yes. Wait, I think. How much time was left? Three seconds. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Sam has um, a correct challenge there and has three seconds. three seconds left on the subject of Doctor Who. Why Doctor Who is brilliant starting now. I just think Daleks are the greatest. Uh, oh. Scalzi? He's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I am. Well, that's an incorrect challenge, and so Sam gets a point for an incorrect challenge. And that's two that's points correct. for me. And was speaking as the whistle went. Right. <laughs> okay. Sorry. The message is that Sherry has let us down in so many ways. I am. I am filled with woe. Sherry, I'm kidding. I'd like you to speak for a minute, without hesitation, deviation, or repetition, on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible. Why Star Wars is terrible? Starting now. Star Wars is terrible because it is really just a sad recreation, even retelling, and really pathetic. John? The I was going somewhere with that, too. <laughs> there, there, there was a hesitation there, and you get a point for a correct challenge, and, and you know. how many seconds? Uh, that was seven seconds. It was not good. 53 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible, <coughs> starting now. <sighs> I sound saw. effects count. Um, <laughs> oh, come yeah, on. You, you never Did clarified on one of the I didn't repeat it yet. That's... <sighs> is one phrase. Vowels do not come count. Come on. That okay. counts. That counts. That counts. That Vowels counts. Vowels do not count. That counts. Come on. Come on. Every, every single time we play this, John finds things that I've never had to rule on before. Um... Okay, I think that if he'd gone for another inhalation, then that yes. would have been repetition. But Fine. since he did not, right. and since he kept the inhalation and exhalation relatively short, then we can say that it was an incorrect challenge. John gets a point for an incorrect challenge. And, and another 47 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible, starting now. Why Star Wars is terrible. I want to go to Tashi Station! Luke! What a whiner. I hate him so much. Everything about who he is makes me cringe. He can't operate a lightsaber. He always crashes his spacecraft. He's always... Oh! And Cherry got there. Always. Always indeed. Ruse repeated oh, yeah. that. I had it. I knew Point it as soon did. as I said it. Point for a correct challenge and... Uh, we're at 35. 25 seconds. 25 seconds on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible starting now. Why Star Wars is terrible, as I was going to say, has to do with Campbellian archetypal philosophies. He's really just telling the same story over again, even though he doesn't have anything new to say. He only put it in space, which isn't that terribly interesting in the grand scheme of things. Rob. Well, I'm sure I'm blowing it, but didn't she say terribly twice? She said terrible once and terribly once. Right. Okay. So that's, that's an incorrect, incorrect challenge. Uh, and um, yeah, got one. Cherry gets um, a point and continues on the subject of why Star Wars is terrible with 12 seconds, 12 seconds to go starting now. 
Really, I only objected because I wanted the extra point when we were going to talk about why Star Wars is terrible. I wasn't entirely sure I could say anything about it being terrible. Um, see, I stopped uh, myself. I suck at this. Scalzi, I believe... Repetition. Except that was on the card. Why Star Wars is terrible is the subject. Oh! Oh, give me a break. Wait, wait, wait. Did... So... No, 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 he's giving me a break. an incorrect just challenge... <laughs> Two seconds. And Cherry oh gets another God. point. And I'm going to fake my way into this. One with <laughs> <laughs> well, subject to why Star Wars is terrible for another <clears throat> two seconds starting now. Can't I just repeat the question of why Star that's, Wars is terrible? And that shows point. the whistle went. Thank you. I was actually waiting to see which of you would um, argue the hardest for that incorrect challenge. That was fab. No. Oh, you, you, you I have to take my small like pleasures. I Superman on laundry day. It was not cool. Okay, Sam. What? <laughs> yes, Paul. I would like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Why second, Twilight is wonderful, starting now. Twilight is wonderful because it really captures the... No, 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 no. Yes 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 yes, 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 yes. And I think Cherry got there first. Yeah, I'll let her... Point, no, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Point to Cherry for a correct vote. challenge. But I'll take it. I'll take your pity it's point. It's not pity. Okay. It's... Okay. I'm and, just waiting for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and with... Hmm? 56, 56 seconds, seconds on the subject of why Twilight is... What word did I use? Wonderful. wonderful. Why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. Why Twilight is wonderful is probably a question that Paul thinks will throw me for a loop. But in fact, I live in Seattle, and those books are not set terribly far from where I live, where they have been a boon for the local economy, especially... Rob, she used the word live twice. I live in Seattle, not set that far live from where I live. Lived. Oh, lived? Lived. Well, I lived did not lived. hear the past tense. We must learn to enunciate. You know, that whole, ac that whole accent, accent thing. It's my accent. Again. You're so, you're racist. Uh, did you say lived and lived? It's my accent. No, lived and lived. Live and that. lived are two separate words. They They're completely they different tenses. He didn't hear them. Just because you, just because you didn't hear them didn't mean the she minutes. didn't say them. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> it's a question of whether she actually said what she intended to she say. Did say. At what this she point, said. I don't actually remember. Cherry, <laughs> did, you, did you say lived and lived? Oh, come on. Of course she's going to. Honestly, I thought I did, but I don't remember now. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, was, I, I will rule on this. I'm, next, I'm sitting next to her. Okay. I heard. I distinctly heard the two no, different tenses. No, he didn't. He's lying. I'm not. I'm not lying. He's lying. I don't think I don't think we can assume panelists are lying. So, Why can't we? Um, this is scolding until proven guilty. How about audience an audience vote? vote? Do you think that um, Cherry could keep, should keep the subject hands up? Yes. Yes. Yay! Thank and you. Do you think she should not hands up? Oh, you too hard people. Okay. Cherry keeps the subject and gets a point for an incorrect challenge with. Uh, we've done 17 seconds. Oh. With uh, is that all? 43 seconds. Why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. I'm not entirely certain I can talk for another 43 seconds about why Twilight is wonderful, except that it has brought an entire new generation of young readers into the fold, and it has been an exceptional thing for many of my friends who write young adult literature. Scousy? Hesitation. She took oh, a very long Oh, sure, sure, but you gave her a free ride on lived and lived. <laughs> she, she knows it. Look at her I face. Do. I, I was, yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it's that okay. as a correct challenge, I but it's right on the edge of the breath. Wait, no, it's not right on the edge. 
if I got busted for earlier, the fact that the fact I do feel the like it's more being... than one pe- person went for it seems to indicate okay. there was something no, there. Yeah, we were just looking for a reason to pounce, though. <laughs> well, that's what you should be doing. Well done. Okay, so <laughs> I want Jerry. to note again that you are a dick, Paul. <laughs> Repetition. <laughs> <laughs> like that point. Um, Can anybody tell me who's got the subject? <laughs> I do. Okay, Scalzi, there, of course, yeah. Um, wait, wait, it turned off. Scalzi has... Oh, wait. 30 seconds on the subject of Why Twilight is Wonderful, starting now. Why Twilight is Wonderful. My daughter likes it. I can't help that. She enjoys sparkly vampires, but she reads, and this is the most important thing. As our friend Sherry noted, it brings in a new generation of young folk to the experience. Rob? He's hesitating. No. Dude, how come Scalzi keeps getting all this leeway? Yeah, come on. Well, I th- I think you know, just because you, you can't handle a rhythm. A style of rhythm. <laughs> this is like a slam poetry rhythm. session. Rhythm. His rhythm is rhythm. stuttering. Rhythm. Just because you can't handle my rhythm, Rob Sawyer, doesn't mean <laughs> that I should right have to your my face. Stuff. You're letting Done. me make a bitch out of you. I think, I think that uh, the difficulty of this game is I have to judge everybody's individual way of speaking, and I think that Scalzi would get the benefit of that doubt in this case. Yes! How come I don't get the benefit of that doubt? Well, because you, you're well, Sam. You've had huge benefit of the doubt. I've been giving you the benefit. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Scalzi, Argumentative. You get, you get a point for a correct challenge, an incorrect challenge, and continue on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful for... 13 seconds, starting now. Wait. What? It, it, it shut off again. Oh, right. Ready? Wait, wait, wait. Does that count against me? Do I? Oh, dead ball. 17 seconds starting now. My child's classmates also enjoy this. What? I got distracted. Well, okay. Audience. Of course it's forced. It doesn't mean it's a hesitation. That's totally a hesitation. Okay. And he hesitated. Aud- audience, right. don't get involved. <laughs> This is not hockey. Yeah, it's like, no, you brought I saw, I saw, you just looked at me, which isn't a challenge. I slapped. I slapped. No. I stomped um, with my hand. But Cherry you know made this. it first. Thank you. Bullshit. And what exactly? Yours is bullshit. <laughs> You're all, this is all bullshit. <laughs> what exactly was the challenge? Oh, no, he hesitated. Yeah, Hesitation. he stopped. Okay. You know, claiming distraction, the, the the, no, but that's not, that's not, that's, if, if the audience actually ha- makes you hesitate, it doesn't matter, Absolutely. it's still hesitation, so the, the difference be, The difference being in this case... And, and sir, I will be waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> the difference being in this case that John actually stopped talking. Yes. Um, so, uh, Cherry gets a point for a correct challenge and... Eight seconds, wait, are we still on Twilight? Eight seconds yeah. on why Twilight is wonderful starting now. Why Twilight is wonderful is the... Re- <laughs> <laughs> I saw Sam move first. There. I shouldn't have started with the question. That was I don't even need terrible. to say it, do I? So Sam got a point for a correct challenge, and four seconds on the subject of why Twilight is wonderful, starting now. In the end, it's about cute boys and werewolves and love affairs. Stop! And speaking as the whistle Yay. went. I got a point, but I don't count that as a victory. <laughs> I said cute boys. Rob, 
Wait. Is it my, I think it's... Isn't it mine? Oh, I'm sorry. You're starting some. Sorry, Proof yeah. of bias. <laughs> Stacking up like a tower. Sam. Ready to fall. Haiku. Um, I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Definitional. No, wait. That was me. I did start with Twilight. Yes, you did start oh, with Twilight. Twilight. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. You're not biased. You're, I'm just a jerk. Okay. Here, here. <laughs> right. Roll. Note I that apologize. no one challenged All right. it. All right. My bad. Roll. Shh, shh. You have a minute to start on... Uh, <clears throat> <sighs> you have a, a minute to speak on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven. The greatness of Larry Niven starting now. Lawrence Van Cott Niven was born in 1938, and when he turned 21 years old, his uncle gave him $1 million, which meant he never had to work another day in his life. But he chose to write some of the best and brightest science fiction in the history of the genre. He is an idol of mine, with creations like Ringworld in collaboration with Jerry E. Pornell, the creation of the Moton God's Eye universe. All of these tremendous... Uh, uh, Scousey has all of these tremendous. That's my Shatner. That's true. It is Canadian accent. It's his Canadian accent. His Canadian accent led him to a decent Shatner. Be that as it may, I'm still taking it from you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Yay. So impressive as that run was, Scalzi gets a point for a correct challenge and. 25 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. On the greatness of Larry Niven, there is an interesting story about Ringworld. He went to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology to discuss the book, and they mentioned to him that there was, in fact, engineering errors, and they would say, Ringworld is unstable several times in sequence. And in that means that when he did the... Yeah. Sam got there first. In, no, see, that wasn't hesitation. In that, means, no, in that means is I'm, I'm looking for the next thing to yeah, say yeah. as opposed to hesitating. Yeah, yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? You, you can't blame me. <laughs> Sam gets a point for a correct challenge. And um, a, how, how, how long? How long left? How long? <laughs> You started this. About 50, yeah, you can't complain now. 18 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. I only hope that I can give... Damn. I had it. Uh, hesitation. Yeah, hesitation. Scout point to Scalzi and another... 15 seconds. 15 seconds on the subject of the greatness of Larry Niven starting now. As I was saying, on the greatness of Larry Niven, when he wrote a sequel, he corrected the errors that he had made and thus, that is part of the greatness of Larry Niven. He accepts criticism and is able to move forward. Stop! Stop. As hey. a Good for you. And that's the end of our third round. And at the end of the third round, what are the scores, please? Sherry has 13. Sam has 16. John has... What? Oh. You dicks. John has 21. And Robert has 9. E. Oh. oh. Bad showing. We have 10 minutes. I say we call it in my favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we will play one last round. Um, and... Uh, we are starting with uh, John, and um, I will grab a TV show for each of these. So, John, I'd like you to speak for one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition on the subject of Blake 7, starting now. What the f*** is Blake 7? <laughs> Boom. Rob, after the word what, he hesitated. <laughs> that wasn't a hesitation, that was a censoring of myself. 
Because look, there are children in the audience. I was told not to. So I said, what the f*** is... Yeah, but except that you needn't have even gone there. So, Rob, that's a point to you for a correct challenge. What? What? That wasn't a hesitation. You could have said, what the heck? But it's still what the... But that's that's not a hesitation. That's merely self-centering. That's a glottal stop. A glottal stop is not... You know, you know, he'll still be talking here when we've all gone home. Rob, that's a point to you for a correct challenge, and... 59, 59 seconds. God help us all on the subject of Blake 7 starting now. There are many advantages to being a Canadian science fiction writer, foremost amongst which is getting BBC programs that are otherwise unknown to our American colleagues. Amongst the number of those that we see are Blake 7, which was a series about a bunch of astronauts aboard a starship known as... No, I was wrong. Never mind. Okay, point to Rob for an incorrect challenge. I was right. I was right. Repetition bunch. No. But... You can't decide after the fact. Rob gets a point for an incorrect challenge and another... But John gets an E for 45 seconds starting now. The Liberator made a very interesting geometric shape, but it was really hard to tell whether it was going forward or backwards. A lot of people believe that the round knob part should be the front, like a command module, when in fact it is the engine or propulsive unit at the aft part of the ship. Scousy? That was a hesitation. It was a hesitation. That was Um, a breath. That was a long sentence. It was a Canadian, but no, you did very well. So that's that's the problem with this game is eventually your lungs go. Yes. Scousy gets a point and another. And he also got a free education about Blake Seven. Yes. (laughs) On the subject of Blake Seven, starting now. I am not the walking Wikipedia that my colleague is on Blake Seven, and so in fact, I'm going to throw this point right now. (laughs) And I saw Cherry get there first. Totally a pause. I'm listening. Mm. Okay, so, um, Cherry, you get a point for... Um, 20 seconds? With 20 seconds remaining, starting now. Wait, what was the question? Say it again. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember. Um, on the subject of Blake 7, starting now. On the subject of Blake 7, starting now is a very difficult thing to present me with, since I also have not actually seen nor even heard of Blake 7 until this very occasion, and I really only interrupted because I wanted the point for correctly doing so. And Sam <laughs> got there for her stopping, basically. Um, yeah, so uh, that's a point to Sam and five seconds on the subject of Blake 7, starting now. Since I am also among those who have never seen Blake 7, this is a desperate gamble to run out the clock. And I re- Too bad, because you were hesitating first. right after Anne. All right. Like, Successful gamble. You know, we may, we may eventually come across a book they've read or a TV show they've seen. Um, actually I don't seen. Have cable, okay. Okay, so point, point to Sam for a correct uh, challenge, and we move to Sherry. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and I'd like you to start to talk for one minute on the subject of Space 1999. Space 1999, <laughs> starting now. On the subject of Space 1999, I am also ill-equipped to discourse on account of I don't actually have cable, for you see, I work from home, and if I had such magical programming... Scalzi? There was a hesitation. There, there. was indeed. Uh, point to Scalzi yeah. for that, and he has... Uh, 50 seconds. 50 seconds on the subject of Space yeah. 1999, starting now. I remember Space 1999 because I remember... Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yep. So many things wrong there. Um, do, do we sorry, think, sorry, kids. I, I apologize. I, I, I found that very hard to call. Who do we, who do we think? Sherry. 
Okay, okay, it was between Shuri and Sam. So My um, reflexes will get me on the board here. <laughs> so, point to Shuri and another... Uh, 45 seconds. 45 seconds on Space 1999 starting now. Another 45 seconds on Space 1999 is something I am ill-equipped to deliver, and once more, I only interrupted because I wanted the free point for doing so correctly. <laughs> Sam did that. <laughs> okay, point to Sam. And you, I noticed you all poised for her. <laughs> like, yeah. So Sam gets the point and another... Uh, you've got 35 seconds. 35 seconds on Space1999 starting now. Ultimately, I think this might be something that only Robert J. Sawyer can talk about <laughs> since he apparently has seen everything ever. I've never seen Space1999. Scalzi? Seen. seen. Seen twice, indeed. Fuck. So, <laughs> Repetition! <laughs> Earmuffs. It's getting, I'm it's sorry, getting near kids. the end. You can tell, can't you? I'm sorry. I <laughs> told you. Tired. I didn't know it was going to be this okay. bad. Point, point to Scalzi and another... Uh, do math. It's 28, 28 seconds. seconds. 28 seconds. So, 28 seconds on the subject of Space 1999 starting now. What's with the moon flying out of orbit because of an explosion? That makes absolutely no sense at all. The physics are completely wrong. And even as a small child, I knew that. It really disturbed me. And now I'm going to stop because I actually want to hear Rob Sawyer talk about this. <laughs> all right, so. All right. <laughs> Rob. Rob challenged. I was waiting for somebody All to. Right. Um, and has another... <laughs> on the count of hesitation. Yes. 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 <laughs> on the count of him handing it to you. And another 15 seconds on the subject of Space 1999 starting now. Jerry and Sylvia Anderson were best known for their supermarionation television programs using puppets as performers, and they wanted to get into live action production, and so devised not one but two television series to do that. The first, UFO, was accused of having... Oh, it's Toki on the Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> give him another minute. <laughs> no, thank no, you, no, folks. No, so. we, we've we've all been here several lifetimes as it is. Yes, <laughs> Sam, um, I'd like you to talk to for a minute without hesitation, de deviation, or repetition on the subject of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has proved to be something that has produced more memes than any other book in the world and such. It has annoyed the shit out of me. And I saw Cherry, Cherry first. first. Thank you. He totally hesitated. He did indeed. Point to Cherry Thank and uh, another... I'm so sorry. How dare you? 50 seconds on the subject of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was one of the first pieces of science fiction I ever read because I was not allowed to get my hands on such terrible things because that genre was entirely verboten. I was raised by fundies who thought that this invited the presence of Satan into your home. But if it was funny, then it counted as something entirely different, and so I was allowed to pick up and... Scalzi. Hesitation, yeah. unfortunately. Hesitation yeah. there, indeed. Uh, True story, though. A, yeah. <laughs> a point to Scalzi and another... 30 seconds on the subject of Hitchhiker's Guide starting now. My first encounter with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was in the backseat of a car, and I was reading it. I was 12, and I was feared that I would wet myself from laughing so hard, and I was saying, pull over, please, because I will not survive, and they did not pull over, and I'm about to run out of uh, breath. Rob, pull over repetition. Pull over Thank repetition. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so Rob gets a point, and... <coughs> Ten more seconds on the Hitchhiker's Guide, starting now. 
Any work that describes Earth as mostly harmless has to have an enormous capability of fascinating people an awful lot. Sherry. Yes, there was hesitation. In there was indeed was hesitation. hesitations. It's becoming like the king's speech here. It, it really is. is. <laughs> Sherry, you get a point for a correct challenge and another... See, but I'm the... Uh, Four seconds on the subject of Hitchhiker's Guide starting now. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was the first science fiction that I ever truly loved. And it was... And uh, speaking as the whistle went. Thank you. All right. Oh. Yes. Okay. And finally, um, our final um, uh, minute of this evening it begins with Rob Sawyer. Um, I'd like you to speak for a minute on the subject of um, Quatermass. Quatermass. Oh, starting... Nice. Now, Nigel Neal, the great British playwright, was responsible for a series of short televised dramas on the BBC starting in 1959, featuring Dr. Bernard Quatermass of the British Rocket Group, which was an organization devoted to getting men into space from Her Majesty's Greatest Nation and his adventures dealing with the bureaucracies of the time, but also alien and extraterrestrial entanglements that arose out of that, most famously in Quatermass and the Pit, remade by Hammer Films as Five Million Years to Earth, starring, among other people, the great Canadian character actor Cease Roney, uh, as uh, Dr. Oh, yeah, Paul. Jerry got Let's that Let's get first. in there. Let's get in oh. there. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Not bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that was incredibly impressive. Um, yeah, and, but Cherry got, gets a point for a correct challenge. Robert, and pay attention. This won't last long. I want you to smack back in. I'm going to tag um, you back in here. Okay. And 26 seconds left starting now. The only thing I have to contribute to any conversation with regards to this subject is that I, until this very moment, I thought it was quarter mass. <laughs> Sam, I think. Um, oh, I'm point, sorry, I Robert was going to have it. Oh. Point to Sam and uh, another... I've never heard it said aloud. Yeah, so <laughs> that's... 18 seconds remains starting now. I do feel kind of bad about not letting Robert J. Sawyer have that because I too have no idea what Quatermass is or that it's even a thing, but it apparently is. Hesitation there. No, that's Sam's way of speaking. Okay. Ah! Nice! Point to Sam. And uh, I think I've, I've now attained a level of fairness across the panel. Point to Sam and Thank another... You. Ten seconds on Quatermass, starting now. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. I had no idea what Quatermass was up until this very moment, and I'm still trying to run out the clock, but it's not going to work because... <laughs> Scalzi. That was a hesitation. That was not hesitation. No, I, I honestly don't think I'm it was. I'm just trying to give him points. <laughs> okay, point, <laughs> point to Sam and uh, another... When he tapped it, there would have been one more second left, but my finger didn't... Well, let's just do and a one second on the subject of Quater Mass starting now. Fuck you all. Oh. Oh, cool. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to hit that, and I'm going to hit it on the basis of deviation. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, um, if that had happened before the whistle had gone, I would have given it for deviation, but <laughs> it did not. So, um, well, the fuck was Sam, <laughs> Sam gets a, a point oh, for speaking as the whistle went, and. Um, so, well, what are our final scores, please, Danny? Could we have them um, perhaps in, um, or, in order? And while she's working that out, may I um, just thank Danny for doing the scores and the oh, timing yeah, this yeah. evening? <laughs> Which is always a very, very difficult task under pressure. And please let us thank our panelists, John Scalzi, <laughs> Cherry Priest, <laughs> Sam Sykes, 
and Robert J. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, Danny, what are the final results, please? John Scalzi with 25. Oh, I, I, I think you meant in order of who won, yes. <laughs> John Sykes. What the hell? Harvey, can, can we, can we, can we, can we start at who's got less points and work our way up to the top? But with the exchange rate on the Canadian dollar, my 14 points are actually worth 17 now. Sherry with 19. Not less. <laughs> Sam with 22. Oh. Yeah. And John with 25. Yay, John. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming along and watching just a minute with us this evening. Oh. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you to night. Paul. Thanks to Paul Cornell. Paul Cornell. Hi, folks. This is the Emperor. I'm here to remind you to listen to the Emperor's Court every Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern right here at VTWProductions.com. That's the Emperor's Court, your three-hour break from Internet porn.